On this episode of Resi Week, we talk uh, CD Expo cancellations. All this and more on this episode of Resi Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is Resi Week, episode 289, Potato Cameras. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Draper. Welcome to this episode of Resi Week. This is your weekly roundup of all the latest news and stories for the residential AV industry. I'm your host, Matt T. Scott, for avnation.tv. And this week, I'm pleased to be joined by three of my longtime friends. First, we have Katie McGregor-Bennett. She's the president of KMB Communications. How are you doing, Katie? Uh, never better. Never better? <laughs> never better. We'll discuss. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll understand in a moment. Just just wait, dear listener. Then we have uh, my longtime friend, but first time guest on this show, Mr. Steve Greenblatt. He is the president of Control Concepts. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, and I'm glad to be joining you today. Thank you so much for being here. And last but f- certainly not least, we have my favorite Florida man and yours. Mr. Seth Johnson. He is a software development manager at Blackwire Design. He's already shaking his head. How you doing, buddy? Doing doing, doing great. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. <laughs> no problem. We always like to round it out with someone from Florida. Um, enough of that joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feisty today, if you're, if you're wondering why we're all feisty. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's going to be a good show, though. If you have missed it, it seems that the dominoes are falling. The The list of exhibitors who are pulling out of Cedia just continues to grow. Uh, Katie's phone's been blown up. My phone's been blown up for, gosh, what, six days, seven days now, Katie? Um, <laughs> we can blame Snap, though. Like, we blame Snap for a lot of things, and we can blame Snap for this one, too, because they kicked it off. Uh, if you missed it, this does come to us from CE Pro, but it's all over the Facebook groups. If, if you're in any tech related, anything online, you'll see this. Um, snap announced they were going to pull out on Thursday on Friday, a, a bunch of other companies continued, uh, Legrand sent their official statement, uh, this morning, Samsung's out. I believe Sonos is out. Oh gosh. I, I had a list. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a long list. It's something like 20 plus, uh, vendors are already out with more on the way, which is, I shouldn't say more on the way. Sorry. Let me, let me rephrase that. Um, I'm expecting to see more on the way. Katie, you, uh, obviously do a lot with Cedia directly, but you also, uh, own a PR firm that does a lot of work with some of the manufacturers that typically exhibit at the show. I'm not going to ask if any of your vendors have pulled out, have they pulled out, um, (laughs) Are they going to pull out? But <laughs> we're exp- I, it, it's not looking good. Yeah. What do you see uh, for for the rest of this week? Do you think we're going to have the somewhat expected? <sighs> trying to phrase this to not pull my lawyers into this <laughs> yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> yeah, um, I am. I am not going to be surprised if I hear CD Expo 2022. Uh, and, and this just gets glossed over as far as this year and, and go down as a, 
as a missed opportunity. What do you see happening for for vendors, for exhibitors, and for for attendees um, in the next week? Is this the day to start looking and verifying your your travel is refundable? Yeah, yeah, I think it, it, it's a it's a few things, but I'm just going to pause and put out my disclaimer too, which is uh, nothing. Ha- uh, most of what follows is has not been validated. Uh, there is much hearsay uh, and a lot of chatter, um, but I do know that there's, uh, that, as you said, the dominoes are are falling. We several brands in our portfolio have already committed to being out, and every one of them is is pondering, and that's just in, that's just in our book. I, I think, you know, as an industry, we have to accept that every brand is considering what their play actually is going to be. And it's, you know, it, for a number of reasons. Okay, so there's corporate liability and having your employees, your resources, moving, traveling, going to an event, gathering in mass indoors. And that's a concern for the larger brands, for sure. There's the ROI conversation, which is, okay, so if some of these brands pull out, what does that do to the attendee? count and is there going to be a strong enough attendee attendance for those who are remaining as exhibitors to justify the cost and the potential risk and liability for doing so and i think that that right now is that's the bigger concern is there's a lot of smaller brands that make up this show that have already an investment they can't afford to lose but as of Mm -hmm. now and as of many weeks ago the commitment was 100 percent so if you yeah. backed out even a month ago or longer ago, you still had to pay 100% of what your booth would have cost. That's significant. I mean, that's small booths start at 30K. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> let's just wrap arms around that number. You know, and if you're a smaller brand and you know just right off the bat, you're going to you know, make the decision today, you're out tens of thousands of dollars, then what what else comes behind that? You know, and I think that's huge. But then, you know, let's just be realistic. Supply chain, right? And that's, <laughs> we're talking about a trade show that is predicated on the fact that we've got products that we can actually sell and so much of that is in question right now with supply chain that it just you know it's it's a really hard decision for brands to make right now do we support the community and go because that's what we've always done and we need to support the community because we need to support the community cool yeah but if the attendees aren't there in the kind of numbers that justify it that's asking a lot of brands to put on their shoulders (laughs) Mm -hmm. and and putting you know putting them and their families at risk you know for me, I come from a small community, and so you know my decision. You know, I'm a, at the end of the day, I'm a rep, right? So I kind of feel like I have to be there. All of my rep friends are saying the same thing. I'll tell you that as of last night, I don't have a single rep in my circle that's going anymore. Yeah. Because their brands aren't going, and many of those announcements haven't been made yet, but those decisions are being made. So to your question, as it was originally stated, yeah, now is a real good time to look at you, <laughs> at your plans and make sure that you know what it's going to cost you to go, and what it's going to cost you not to go, and start making making some decisions or at least start getting your plan a your plan b and your plan c in place and i think that's you know that's the biggest thing but it's monday this is being recorded on monday by wednesday yeah yeah this this will post on wednesday so there'll be a bunch of new info on wednesday so you'll get a follow-up for me likely on wednesday Uh, (laughs) exactly and and to be to be fair we got we we can sell the product we just can't deliver it right that that seems to be the 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 bigger issue, Steve. Um, I know you were you were super excited about this because this is the first time in gosh, what five years, seven years that Control Concepts was going kind of back to to Expo um, and and being a, a part of the show in a in an official capacity. I guess is maybe I'm overphrasing that, but as a 
not a manufacturer, but as a company that, you know, works in the industry and is working on developing partnerships and, and developing relationships, um, in a, in a different manner than I would as a, as an integrator, the potential minimalistic aspect of this show, uh, from how it looks kind of today, uh, again, it'll probably look different on Wednesday when this airs. Um, and it'll probably look different Monday next week. Um, what goes into what's going through your mind as you're, you're following this, seeing the reports, um, is this something where as of today you look at it and go, well, maybe we don't go. So the first thing that goes through my mind is disappointment. I mean, I've been looking forward to going for a long time. Um, We made a decision a few months ago, got, and we've been doing some, some work behind the scenes to, to kind of prepare a strategy and we've made appointments and we, we honestly had, um, two and a half days of the show booked because uh, one of the things that we do is we we uh, work with the manufacturers to help them make their products easier to program and we work with their APIs and and uh, do uh, control integration so um, it was you know we, we kind of treat treat a trade show the the reverse way where we're going there to talk with to build partnerships with manufacturers, but we, we also get a lot out of the other attendees. So the, you know, go, going and seeing mm-hmm. people is, and, and building uh, our brand within the, the community was, was a great opportunity for us now, especially since the, the commercial side of the business is um, probably lagging right now in its recovery. So um, we, we've been trying to lean in more and invest more on the residential side. So it's a big disappointment. Um, but to answer your question more directly in terms of our decision making, it's it it you know the the decision is almost being taken out of my hands and and our hands because if mm-hmm. our appointments get taken off of our calendar. It's really hard to justify going, and I've even thought of can we go for less days? And it, it just it doesn't. I, I can't figure out one way or another to do it. It's really uh, we're going to go or we're not going to go. And unfortunately, the way things are trending, it, it they they're taking away that opportunity. Um, I, as much as I've and, and living in the Northeast and you know outside of New York, we 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 we've endured quite the experience with the pandemic. Um, I started to travel again, even though I was reluctant, but I, uh, I, I feel felt good about going honestly. And I felt good about the, the, the opportunity to see people and it, and honestly, I mean, I, this is, this may be my perspective and it may be limited, but I, I need things like this as a small company to be able to go out and make mm-hmm. connections and see what's going on and, and hear, the, what, what the industry is talking about. It's, it's just, it's so important. And there's only so much you can do from behind your computer screen or on the phone. Um, the, the, I always say, you know, trade show just gets a month's work of worth of work done in a, in a week. So, yeah, uh, but that, that, that's our take. And I don't think that can be overstated. Seth, we were, or, or I was following a, uh, a Twitter chat on, on Sunday, AV, AV in the AM, with my good friend Mr. Uh, Chris Netto, and one of the one of the questions was, you know, with uncertainty with trade shows again this year, it, does there come a point where these become obsolete? And you know, you, you read through a lot of the responses, and they're what you would expect. The one I didn't see, which is why I added it, was to to Steve's point, smaller companies 
really capitalize on trade shows. This is when they get to see vendors. This is when they get to evaluate new vendors. For smaller manufacturers, this is a make or break. Like this is their Oscars. This is their big event that takes them from, you know, their garage to their their big break into the business. Um, and I think we're kind of, at least I'm maybe making the assumption that this is not going to go forward or, or it's not going to go forward in really much of a effective manner. Um, if it is a incredibly limited show or if the show gets canceled, what does it mean to the smaller vendors and, and the smaller AV firms who don't get visits from reps that don't get manufacturers calling them to come demo product for them? Ooh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, so first, I want to echo everything that Steve said. Don't and... sound so surprised by the good question. <laughs> I know, it's a good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I, I do want to echo the disappointment that Steve was relaying there. Is, I mean, even as a, uh, a vendor on the vendor side, I can tell you, I'm disappointed I don't get to go to the show this year. It, it, it's, it's usually a lot of fun. And uh, uh, here we go again. Uh, another one that's, that's, yeah, what are you going to do? What what more is there to say about that? And then I also want to. Katie took everything out of my mouth anyway, so like everything she said is right on the money. Um, as as far as um, smaller vendors and even bigger vendors getting in front of people, I mean, we're we're looking at the show. I think they announced that there were only like six thousand registrants, and they were expecting maybe ten thousand mm -hmm. people last week. I, I mean, I want to say the show was probably in the twenties, twenty five somewhere in there uh, in the in the past few years when we had normal mm -hmm. years. In the before times, and now, I mean, ten thousand, even ten thousands, uh, just a tiny speck on the dot there. Like, how are how, how are you expected to spend those marketing dollars, those thirty thousand dollar booths, um, just for the, the floor space, um, as a smaller vendor, just to show up for six to ten thousand people? That's that's not going to be there. And I I, I think it's going to be we're going to realize that not everything revolves around these trade shows um, and showing up in person like this, although it's, it's an important aspect of it as, as one of the things Steve said really hit, hit with me um, coming from being a dealer. Um, sometimes it was hard to get, uh, to get my hands around the neck of some trade rep <laughs> or some salesman over at a company and say, Hey, I would like to sell your product. And you had to go to the show and physically get in their mm -hmm. face and demand that you be able to sell their product before they would even allow you to talk to the company. Um, so trade shows are great for that. Uh, and I, I, but at the same time, um, you know, I, I think manufacturers and, and vendors are going to have to step up their, their sales, uh, to, to get around that problem. Um, and I, I thought one of the things, um, you know, we, we, and, and far from me to like blame snap for anything, but, uh, I don't think they're at fault for this. They didn't kick things off specifically because I saw that, um, Savant had actually, yeah, uh, Savant was out yeah. first or out first. Yeah. But yeah, I should have corrected that. One yeah. of the things that Bob Madonna said I thought was pretty interesting in his, his statement to dealers was, we look forward to meeting you, assuming safer conditions, early next year as Savant prepares smaller, targeted events for 2022, starting in Q1. And, mm -hmm. I mean, that sounds a whole lot to me, like those Crestron roadshows that were just, you know, really, really successful as, as far as any dealer I ever talked to said they had a great time at those and they were they got the information they needed. Uh, it really sounds like some smaller, more targeted events are the future of of marketing and 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 the way that vendors are going to be able to get in front of dealers in the future. I agree. 
as for what it's worth, I'm just going to jump in and say I absolutely agree. And in fact, just in the time that we've been recording, not since we started talking, time we've been recording 15 minutes, we've gotten two announcements, two more brands. And but that that's not the point of me bringing it up. The point is is that they're saying the same thing about we're looking forward to targeted in-person events. So I think, and that's that's something that I I am a big supporter of. I I hate to see what's happening happening, but I'm you know I just have to be real. I'm not surprised at all. And it's just a, it's not a good time to to gather large groups for a number of of reasons. And I think that there's the smaller uh, the smaller regional event really makes a lot of sense when you're talking about needing to engage with a, with the integration community and get products in their hands in a tangible manner so that they know what they're what they're dealing with, what's changed. You know, we we've kind of got to get right to the masses right now. So you know, I think the the, the smaller group gatherings that's cool. We figured out how to do that. And, and quite honestly, as a brand representative, we've got to get into a position where brands can be presenting and showcasing their products, their initiatives, their new lines, independent of another major event right next to their competitors. You know, that's really not, um, you know, it, that should be a supplementary activity. And I know I'm going to hear some backlash on that, but I mean, it's, this is just as a, as a brand, you've got to be able to have a one-on-one conversation so that your message reaches your audience and it isn't diluted or distracted. And, you know, I think that this is kind of, this is the opportunity that we have as we're looking at what's happening here is brands are going to lose a lot of money regardless of, of what, what happens here. They have the potential for losing a lot of money. So could that be reinvested into the smaller footprint for the near future and just get us through this time? I, you know, big shows are going to, they need to come back, but now it's just maybe not the right, not the right time for that. But we have an integration community that has got to get the hands on products. So how do you do that? Smaller regional focus events makes some sense. So let me just push back on that for a second, since since you offered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the concern I always have with with roadshows is, in my memory, and I've been in this some form of this industry for almost nineteen years now. No, we're coming up on our twentieth in September, actually. Um, I've had one vendor, not 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 a rep who showed up with a booklet. But I've had one vendor do a roadshow event in my city in 19 years. One. Now, they've done some partnerships with another thing and done this and, you know, but as far as like your anybody, not anybody can come, but, you know, an an invited list can come to a, you're not going to your competitor's office to come see something. You're going to, you know, a hotel meeting room to see some product. And we had, and I'll name them because I, I want to, um, we had Legrand come through. And they brought specifically uh, a bunch of Chief stuff. And they took over, uh, um, I want to say it was the Yellow Bus Tour from a couple years ago. They they showed up and they brought the bus and they literally hit all of these small towns. And like, my small town is not that small. We're, we're 450,000 people. We're a pretty big town. Um, town, not city. But that's rare. We have a lot of events in Toronto, but that's two hours away. That can be three hours away, depending where in Toronto it is. How do these manufacturers, especially the smaller ones, how do they manage to do regional shows that don't leave a large portion of the community, again, completely out of touch? Is there a way to do that? Do you have to do online? Seth's raising his hand. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see any reason for any either regional show or even these main shows like CD or anything to not have some type of streaming component or online component. 
at the same time. I mean, it, it's it's clearly better for everyone involved. You, if you can't make it for, I mean, travel reasons, if you can't make it into the country, it, it'd be great to be able to still utilize the same marketing um, efforts and, and everything at the same time as you know and 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 get just a broader outreach than you would in those those smaller events. I I would love to have seen what happened at you know those restaurant events, right? But I couldn't because mm-hmm. I you know didn't go to them, right? But I didn't have you know I would love to have gone to something like that. Um and 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 as like you said, uh, a town of 450,000 people can't get, you know, a large vendor to, like Sony or something to show up and and set up camp in the NBC suites like like mm-hmm. it's it's going to be tough for uh, tough for that to happen, and I, I just th- there's got to be a way to have both the physical and the digital thing happen at the same time. Obviously, TVs and things, audio, where you have to see and hear the effects of what's going on. Being in person is is definitely going to be the best because you can't, you know, we're looking at each other over these screens here and these little tiny yeah. potato cameras that we have, and and it's really hard to see, you know, each other. Uh, you're not going to be able to relay a 8K cam, you know, 8K TV, uh, and the video quality of HDR and everything uh, over a camera. It's just, it's just impossible. Um, so, it, I, I think a dual, the a dual effort on all of these shows, not just the small regional ones, but the big ones too, um, needs to be made in the future. Steve, how do you balance? If and and I hope that companies do take this to heart. We we talked about this last year right as as shows were being canceled and postponed that the digital aspect is good and we hope it stays uh in some way shape or form the concern i have and and that a lot of people found in you know the spring and fall of last year was you could book a virtual event to uh, show up to if not every day at least every week there's a lot of companies, especially in the residential space, they spend the majority of their time in the field. How do you balance your time? Like the, the, This is the thing that to me makes trade shows so awesome. I book a week. I run around, you know, Orlando or Vegas or Denver or wherever, or, you know, Amsterdam with, with you and your wife and other people. And we have a lot of fun. We see a lot of things and we talk a lot of tech and then I can come home and get back to work. How do you balance that? Well, I think that the thing, so, so the beginning, uh, virtual events, I think were, 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 uh, an interest because they were more of a novelty. So people showed up and, and we, we tried. And, uh, and I think as we've gone on, we haven't seen them evolve as much. And I think that the key to it is it really just needs to have a big draw to be able to say um, that I'm going to give you information that you're not going to get elsewhere or you're going to get some behind the scenes look that you wouldn't, that, that that's going to go away um, or there's uh, some type of, so it has to be, you know, what's, what's in it for you to put that time in. But if it's just a matter of sitting mm-hmm. behind the screen for another webinar or a presentation, it's not to me is, is effective. I, but I think the, the main thing that we keep on missing from all of this is, is, is that networking. You know, a lot of times you go to these mm-hmm. events, whether it's a conference, whether it's a trade show, because you want to talk to the other people there because you want to hear, hey, um, we want it, you want some camaraderie. You want some familiarity to say, you know what, I'm struggling with this 
and how did you deal with it? Or we're all in this together. Or, or maybe you find that nugget of information that you weren't able to get, or somebody isn't willing to admit to you in another way, but you, you can get, uh, you know, it'll come up in a side conversation, uh, in a, over dinner or at, uh, you know, over a drink or, or, you know, on the, the walk into the, to the show, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, all of those random encounters and those conversations are so, so important and so valuable and, and just the bonding because the, our industry is so close knit and, and we need each other because we're, because we're most, many of us are, are small businesses and, uh, there, there's, uh, the, we, we need the support of, and, and the ability to, to bounce ideas off of each other and, and, and team up. Yeah. Very good. Kate, uh, I'll give you the last word on this one. Um, we were going to hit other stories and uh, why, um, why? Yeah, why? <laughs> um, we'll hit them next week. It'll be fine. There won't be anything big next week. I promise. Um, as you as you watch this, if you can kind of crystal ball this for a minute, um, I will say this so that none of you have to. Um, I don't expect to to see anybody in Indianapolis in two weeks. I think it's going to be real quiet. Uh, whether the show's running or not um, is going to be real quiet on that show floor. Um, <clears throat> what do brands do? Do you think that the majority of brands or even a couple of brands had something in their back pocket for this to, to flip and do some whatever they were planning to do at the show that they can do virtual? Or is this going to be the same kind of mad dash of a year ago where all of a sudden, oh, crap, we got to do something. We got to do something. Let's throw a zoom out. We'll throw a zoom. Yeah, zoom will be fine. We'll throw a big zoom out. Get a webinar is, is, that what, is that what I should expect for September? to get 40,000, you know, email invites to, to a, to a 20 minute zoom presser. I mean, I think that's, I think it's reasonable. Um, you know, there's nothing, very little has been determined and shared publicly. So it would be, uh, uh, it would be wrong for me to, to air too much of that, but based on what I know, uh, and based on what I know today, uh, several brands, Several brands in there for, I believe, maybe a small handful of brands did consider a plan, a plan B. Um, you and I talked about this in March, right, mm-hmm. when KBiz happened or didn't really happen. Um, you know, and, and I did an article in Residential Systems about it as well. That you need to have a contingency plan. Not that I think that that was probably the tipping point, but I think that brands that had already experienced a show uh, not happening, for any brands that perhaps participated or went to participate in IBS or KBiz, which is, you know, the, the show floor didn't really happen there. Um, you know, I yeah. think that that was kind of the remind, that was kind of the, oh, this actually really can happen. So, yeah, I, I know that some brands did have a plan B and do have a plan B. Um, and I'm not sure if others do or are considering, or considering. but here's, here's what I say, is if you haven't shipped your booth yet and you've made a decision not to ship your booth to Expo and you're not going to exhibit, your booth is ready. Don't dismiss that. Set it up, do a virtual, record it, and put that out. And whether that's Zoom and adding to Matt's 583 invites in September, or put it out on YouTube and promote it, you know, I mean, there's you. If you've invested in your booth at this point and it's ready to go, don't don't just put it back in the crates and let it sit in the warehouse. Just 
set it up. They'll charge you a fee to set it up, but they can, they can set it up. Your booth management company can set it up. If you want to send a couple of people, do. You know, however you want to handle that. Maybe you've got locals, whatever, do that. And, and there are production companies that can come in and can facilitate the shoot for you on that and do the post. And now you've got some sort of an event-based thing that you had, you didn't lose at all. And I think that that's just fundamentally, I think, as brands, we need to be thinking about that anyway, right? Yeah. Products don't always introduce in September. So why wait until <laughs> September to talk about them? And that's just that's just me. And I know I'm going to hear a little bit about that later, but... You know, I just think because what it's what we do, Katie. We release in September. Gosh darn it! (laughs) The whole R and D roadmap is planned that way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So you know, so no, you know, I mean, I guess to to put a fine point on the question is, I don't know how many brands had a plan B. I know that several do and are starting to execute them. And and I, you know, that's kind of been been my promotion the whole way. If you've got a booth, shoot it. Yeah, there's you don't just have to have a trade show to shoot your booth and show people what you're showing right so you know just get into that rhythm now regardless of what's going on with your trade show plans yeah do, do plan a and b next time both just do them both yeah. because it sounds great yeah. to have a virtual tour of somebody's booth that they set up and show off on the new product i would love to see that yeah. if i can't travel yeah. like if i what if i lived overseas and it's really expensive right. for me to get to see the i would love to see that or even like canada <laughs> yeah, <laughs> canada. <laughs> yeah even for the yeah yeah, no. But, you know, you think about it from an attendee perspective and for, for integrators, you know, most can't afford to send everybody on their team. So why should mm-hmm. just the attending people get get the benefit of being able to see what's in the booth? Then why not yeah. plunge that all the way down and expand the knowledge base? I mean, that's that's really what this should all be about. So I anyway, will, I will happily asked. soapbox that with you. I will let's happily do let's send, do it on send all the September, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, just send me an invite. It's fine. Yeah, it's great. Invite. It's what I'm looking for. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's wrap it there before uh, my legal team gets any more annoyed with me. Um, (laughs) Seth, if people want to connect with you, learn more about Blackwire Design and get some snacks, where can they do that? You can head over to blackwiredesigns.com and you can play the uh, do we have the uh, Wi-Fi 6 router or access points in stock (laughs) game with everyone else. This seems to be the fun this year. Seems to be the fun. I, I don't know if you've heard. There, there seems to be a shortage, shortage out yeah. there. Yeah. My clients are continually surprised, no matter how many times I tell them. Mister Greenblatt, thank you so much for joining us, my friend. If people want to connect with you, learn more about Control Concepts, where can they do that? Well, thank, thanks for having me. I'm glad to uh, be a part of this today, and this was a great, great conversation. Um, to find me, you could. Uh, I'm on social at Steve Greenblatt. Control Concepts is controlconcepts.net. But uh, it's important to check out A State of Control with uh, Rich Fragosa, my partner, and uh, here on avnation.tv. And that's a show about control programming and automation. And we'd love to have some more people uh, listening in and also people reaching out if they want to be a part of it. Yeah, very good. It's a great show. Miss Bennett, if people want to connect with you, learn more about KMB, how can they do that? Yeah. Uh, KMB Communications, uh, anywhere on the socials, online, we're the ones with the mountain in our logo, not the other ones in healthcare. Um, if you want to find me, Katie McGregor-Bennett, you can look me up. LinkedIn's a great place to connect for me personally, otherwise it gets a little muddy up. It gets a little muddy up there, but always happy to have a, have a chat. Excellent. Thank you all for joining us. If you'd like to connect with me uh, and send me hate mail, you can do that at Matt D. Scott on Twitter. I totally will likely respond to you, uh, but also on most other social platforms. More importantly, please visit avnation.tv where you'll find this show as well as a wide variety of other shows with all the verticals that we cover. 
When you visit the website, please take a moment to check out our supporters. We are extremely thankful for their support and ask that you check them out as well. Thanks again for watching. That's all the time we have for this episode of Resi Week. Thank you.